Alright, let me try this one more time. I guess I was moving my head and everything, so the recording started to go in and out. But hopefully this one sounds a little better. Um, so let's get right into it. This is the wrap-up. Yes, the wrap-up episodes. We're going to talk individual teams on the 2K League. And, you know, break down what happened during the season. And the first one we're going to start with is the Pistons GT. Okay. Um, you know, this one, I guess, you know, I got to first, first foremost start and apologize to JT. And, you know, Pistons organization. Because, you know, it just came off a loss, right? And, you know, Russ, you know, he likes to stir the pot. So, you know, he wrote a little something. And, you know, I gave my truthful opinion on it. I was just like, uh, uh, you started off your organization with JT and Dev Goss as your two backcourt players. What did you expect? What did you expect? I mean, I was being, I was being as truthful as possible. I don't like a lot of people. But that backcourt, you're in the bottom tier of the backcourt. There's only 21 teams. Is it 21, right? 21. Anyway, just over 20 teams in the league. So, to be the bottom, you know what I mean, 25% isn't hard to do. You know what I mean? That means you got four other teams above you. That could be better or worse. You're in that bottom five. You know? And, um... So that's what that back quote looks like. And... I was just being honest. I wasn't trying to be rude or anything. But... You know... Brett when I said it. Was it Brett? I think it was Brett. He was like, it's just the timing of it. You know, they, they just came off a loss... Russ said something, I chimed in, I didn't mean it to be, you know, but then when you think about it in retrospect, yes, it was bad timing, and I want to apologize, apologize for for saying what I said at the time, what I said was truthful, at least from where I came from, but the timing was bad. But now, the season is over, and the time is here. That backcourt was absolutely terrible in my eyes to start your franchise with. And that's why their season went the way it went. Okay? And this is how it went, right? You know what I mean? You retained Dev Goss and JT. And Joseph, right? I think he was retained as well with that trade for Ramo. So you had Ramo, four or five, Ramo and Joseph. You know what I mean? You, Joseph is your center. Ramo, you got at the four. Then you got two shooting guards and Dev Goss and JT. Those are their positions. I don't care what you say. They're not primary ball handlers. So that's where I felt they went they went wrong with and I understand giving people a chance so I'm not mad about that but these are two two guards that you gotta put 
in a point guard role. You got to get one of them and hopefully one of them pan out. We've seen them in both uh, both seasons. We've seen them season before. They didn't pan out, which it was a pick and roll. You know what I mean? And then the season before was more five out. And then some teams ran pick and roll still. But it, that five out was the the meta you know I don't like that word but most effective tech I don't know I forgot what it stands for most effective though uh, it was the meta and then you know the, the season 2 was where point guards got back into it you know what I mean as far as you know pick and roll heavy and then you know the Timberwolves who ran the 5 out as well with that pick and roll uh, so I can't really can't you could judge them you could judge them on that one season the last season and they wasn't JT wasn't a point guard like that uh, I forgot who was running point but JT wasn't it uh, Dev Gods definitely wasn't it you know that's why the trade oh they had Styles to trade with Atlanta and um Dev Gods that's how they got the switch and they kept them. Respects to them. Dev is a 2K mind, so I don't mind that. That's what. That's the one thing about Dev that I like. This is the thing about it. JT and Dev, to me, they're more of front house role guys. I, I ain't gonna lie. Um, as far as like, you know, you could see them as being like coach. Obviously, Dev guys was the coach. You can see a guy like JT being coaching. You know what I mean? Being in one of those roles as far as their mind for the game is there. They um understand how to help their team get over certain humps and things like that. You know, bringing the energy and bringing the mindset of the game to the actual game, you know. Um, so, but as far as the, the skill, like, you know what I mean? Being top 20 at any of these positions, I don't I don't see it for any of them right now. So that's, what, like I said, I think I ramble on into a whole different thing, but that's what I think they went wrong. So they had two two guards. So going into the draft, you needed a lock and a backup point guard to fill their weak spots. You know what I mean? A lock they needed, period. And then with your sixth man, which is smart, you know what I mean? As your six man, you, you have to go and draft a point guard. Just uh, well, a ball handler, you know what I mean? They went and got another two guard and like a pro. He's a, he's he's a two guard. And a point, he's a point guard, but his level of play, like in the league, has been two guardish, you know. But he's still capable. He's a point guard, but he's a two guard, you know. You know what I mean? Um. So the drafting strategy was like what they did is exactly what you expected. They went and got their point. They went and got their lock. And they went and got a point guard to handle that those duties. So this is where it went wrong because you know it's a higher probability in Dev Goss or JT actually not working out because we've seen it not working out at the point guard. So now you bring in like a pro and you have to move one of them out. I think it was uh, Dev Goss that was the first one taken out. And it was JT. So it's like, okay, now 
You got Charger at lock. And you got a bad point guard play. You got Charger at lock. You got Ramo who has to play at the four spot and make plays now as well because, you know, they're not making plays at the backcourt. So they're not making plays in the backcourt. So, you know, you got Raymo moving to the four and a playmaker build to actually help facilitate the ball and get some offense going, which I didn't mind. I liked it because it brought some versatility and some action to that four spot that's really needed because when we talk about the hope, this is a whole nother podcast for it. But we got positional, you know what I mean, value pyramids. Not value pyramids, but positional value. Value, position position values position values um you know go point guard big and then the next two is based on your team but i feel like a lock then you're scoring your two guard and then there goes a power forward and with Raymond on the power forward you switch your positional value it brings your your four man up you know what i mean if you put Raymond at the four your team should be you know looking good if he's on the lowest value position which and bringing the stock up of the lowest value position your team should look good but the value of the players who was in those positions was low you know what I mean to tear those players is low so it's like alright cool let's make another switch cause this ain't working you gotta put Joe you switch Joseph and Raymond and put Raymond in one of the more impactful positions on the floor which is center and then there goes another problem because you had the draft as your sixth man. A point guard, right? So now you switch Raymond and put him at center. Now you have Joseph at the four spot, which he's really a big. And you could put a big at the four spot and, you know what I mean, they could work. But it still levels to the four spot, even though it's the lowest position value. There's still levels, but when we went when they went ahead and drafted Charger, Charger was somebody who actually knew how to play the four spot because in our off season he played at the four spot. So what they did for a few games, I know they moved Charger to the four at a point, and now guess what? Now you drafted Charger to play lock. Now your four spot is missing because you got Rainbow out of it. And you got Joseph there, and you're like, you know what, let's put Charger at the four spot because he actually knows how to play this because it's still swinging things that you got to do from that spot. So now you got a gaping hole at your lock spot. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying is from the start, they put themselves in a bad position, a bad predicament when they draft, when they uh, retain Dev guys and JT and it's nothing against those guys but it's just literally when you look at the draft boards and things like that like I was really extremely heavy into the draft boards and everything that's what I seen with this team would be a problem if there was if they didn't work out because the two that they had to select had to work out because they didn't have any um 
much room of versatility to switch certain guys around and have them play at a high level at those spots because we've seen I've seen like I've never seen JC play lock or play defense like that so when he went to the lock I was like uh we'll see yeah I mean he brought the energy he was decent he obviously needed to get his angles right and things like that and then they also brought Dev Goss to play lock brought him in to play lock a few games and I've seen him play lock before and I was like uh, I didn't think it was going to be too good so it was an experiment and they had to do it to try to get the momentum and get something going throughout the season and truthfully which which you got I mean like I said I'm from the outside looking in but truthfully Well, you have to think about how the Pistons played this year. You got to obviously put them in the low because you've seen their record. The record's bad. But some of their best basketball this season was with Ramo running the show, whether he was at the four spot or at the point guard. They had to move. They moved them to the point guard. And I know it was um, with, with from the outside looking in things like I always say, I'm, I'm on the outside looking I'm I don't know this info. I could probably talk to them and figure it out. But we heard things, you know what I mean, in the broadcast. Like, they moved these players around, had Raymond at point guard and stuff, just to um, let these other players shine and see, you know me I mean, play somewhere else and put their stock back up. Because, you know, as a certain organization, I wouldn't be picking them back up. Unless, you know what I mean, I, I, I see them in the offseason. This offseason, going into season four, and I'm like, okay, this makes sense. So, let's just wrap this up. I did a lot of souls, a lot of arms. This is my first time really doing this. And I just wanted to speak from the truth. This is just one take. I'm not going through edits or nothing. So let's wrap it up. The Pistons this season figured they would scrape some wins, get some wins, because you got a guy like Ramos, so he's going to get you some wins. And I didn't expect much. So what they did this season is what they did. Like, it's what we expected. We didn't expect too much from these guys, and they didn't give us much. So. All in all, where they was, where we expected. And they ended it like we expected. But they had heart throughout the whole season. So I can't take that from these guys. And they played. They were professionals. And I still love love these guys. Uh, so this off season, I need to see JT going to work at this point guard. Because I watched him just a, a day ago. I need to see him at the point guard. I watched him a day ago, and he was doing dribble moves. He looked good doing them. He was putting some combos together. He needs to um, put those combos together on a little lower because when I was watching him, he started at the like the half-court line where he's putting combos together, but he's too far of a threat. To, he's too far to even be a threat to shoot. Like, you got to get a little closer when you're putting these combos together. Um Dev Goss, I want to see more from him this offseason as well. If he plans on still playing or going back to a coaching spot for him, you know what I mean? He's still in the league somehow, some way. 
because um, he has the mind for this. So I, I just want to see him be more um, into that secondary ball handler role, bring some plays out, and just get back to the the dev gods, at least that I first met. You know what I mean? Not at least met, but I was when I was introduced to Proem, who I knew, like the guy who was a sharp, who ran plays, who would just lights out when he shot. You know what I mean? Um, Charger needs to see. Needs, I still like Charger. I don't care. I know this season wasn't well, but I still like Charger. I think defensively, he's still up there. It's just when your offense is so bad, you know what I mean? You're more so in transition or slowing things. Things are getting sped up on y'all. You're not really getting into defense like that. Um, Ramo, you know, Ramo's going to be Ramo. There ain't much to say. He's going to be a star regardless. Joseph, I need this. I need to see this offseason. I just some guys need to be seeing this offseason because it's not much guys I really think. Well, when I think of it, like yo, oh, there you get there. Definitely the only person on this roster you could say is guaranteed retainable is Ramo. And personally, I would give Charger another chance. And from there on, it's just Pistons' discretion. But I would definitely give Raymo and Charger another chance. That gets you a four or five off rip. And you just in the market for the other positions, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of good talent still out here, as you can see. People pick people up late in the season and they showed, look, y'all didn't draft me, but you should have drafted me. So that's just the wrap up for it for real this time this time is a real wrap up I said I know I said it two three minutes ago but this one's the wrap up you already know like share something above thank you for taking time out with, with walk on himself man I love y'all